1: In the wide, wide world of sports is going on in. No more back thinking. Time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war, and poverty. Oh. oh. Oh, yes, sir, and yes,
0: yes ma'am, you had better. The ones who's Wake them up, get them up, get them going, grab an umbrella. Overnight rain's going to make slick streets, and you know how that goes in the morning. So get them up and get them out. It is a Wednesday on B&A. Get you up over the hump and into your Memorial Day weekend. On the other side of it, a lot to do. Boston Celtics not dead yet. Looked dead in the third quarter, but what a rally for Boston, showing some signs of life. They turned the series. We will discuss NBA playoffs Of course, the winner of that series will go on to play the Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals. Got plenty of uh, hockey news as well. What's going on, Jamie? Ben, what the heck was that last night up in Dallas? We've got Dallas Stars Hockey. We've got Major League Baseball. and Yes, we have the Texas Longhorns opening play in the Big 12 Baseball Tournament this afternoon. Eight Longhorns honored yesterday by the Big 12 Conference. When their uh, all-conference honors were announced, we'll run through the list and get you ready for Texas and Kansas today at 1230. And yes, uh, this 24th of May, Mr. Godbolt, is 100 days, 100 days to the first Texas Longhorn football game with the Rice Owls on uh, September the 2nd at the stadium. So 100 days, 17 hours and 58 minutes from right now. The Longhorns will be playing football on September 2. So we'll start to count it down and talk some Texas football as well as we get you rolling on this Wednesday morning. Appreciate you being there wherever you find us. Maybe it's on 1049, could be 1019 FM, AM 1260, of course, and always streaming for you. Make it easy digitally to take us wherever you go on your uh, smartphone with that Horn app, also on your smart speaker at home and, and work, and always, Mr. Godbolt, at hornfm.com.
1: Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cavazos, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so very much for the great job that you do. We appreciate it, and to the citizens of Uvalde, Texas, We do not feel the pain that you have felt, but we are humans and we pray for you that the healing, that that process that will continue for you, that you can help all those around you in Uvalde, Texas. As a year ago today, I believe you lost so many of your wonderful teachers and your students there and to all your citizens of Uvalde, Texas, we we do continue to grieve with you and be careful out there. Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, such a terrible terrible day in this state, terrible day in this country and uh, any day that a young person is his... Children, Child or, uh, educator, just a terrible, terrible yep. day uh, for, our, for our state and for our country for sure. And prayers out for sure because that'll never subside. That pain never goes no, away. No, I know a couple of, not that it's about me, but I know a couple of friends of mine sure. that grew up in Yovaldi, went to that school. And, uh, you know, it's something they, they think about every single day. And we all should uh, for Absolutely. sure as we uh, start our Wednesday morning. You know, we'll talk the mundane things of football and hockey and baseball and everything else. But yes. Uh, your children, and you know, school's about to wrap up. That's and right, about the last couple of days of uh, the school year, uh, headed into Memorial Day, the uh, unofficial start of summer coming this weekend. And unfortunately, those young people and uh, those educators weren't able to enjoy any more after that. And uh, terrible, terrible day, May Mar- uh, May 24th, always a day that will live in, uh, in horror in the great state of Texas as we get you rolling on this Wednesday morning. Yeah, rain overnight. Well, I woke up by a big thunder. Thunder boomer right around uh, three thirty this oh, morning, yeah. and of course the dog then jumps in the bed, and uh, you know, uh, then I'm thinking, well, I got to drive in the rain. How is it going to be? And uh, here we are, we're launching. But uh, overnight rains and front moving through, looks like a good chance of rain throughout the day today as we uh, get you into a wet Wednesday uh, and over the hump. How are you? How's your how's your new puppy doing over there? Uh, I didn't this, hear him f- this
1: morning. He was Lou was just kind of Lou just kind of hanging in there. I went out the garage door. Uh, with my phone and my wife's cell phone still at her bedside, and things were working out all right. I don't, you know, a dog kind of sleeps. Puppies kind of sleep through things. They don't really. It's the big dog, but and you know where he was. He was laid right out front. Your dogs don't go crazy in the thunder. No, Yogi's outdoor dog. Little Chelsea and a little one. We got a little one that sleeps with my wife on her side. All she does
0: is jump into the bed, and then crawl down into the to the. Under under the covers, like way down at the bottom.
1: I start out with one of those <laughs> who takes, uh, takes. Do you, you have three life. dogs.
0: Do you have? Uh, do, they, do they go crazy in the thunder time?
2: Yeah, my great Great Pyrenees was. I woke up and was on top of me in my bed, <laughs> pretty much panting. And I and it's not it's not easy to kick that that
0: big of a dog mm. off the bed, but mm. I, I got it done in the the night. Yeah, big claps of thunder, a uh, lot of lightning, lots and, of lightning, uh, some water on the ground, obviously some pooling there as well. The heaviest rains have already moved through. Um, you know, Austin proper headed, headed east. And, and very uh, much
1: the rainfall that we need to continue. It's been a wet May for sure. Yes, it has. It was Would hard to just,
0: get up this morning.
2: Why's that? I, I just love the waking up to the sound of rain. Oh, really? And I was like, oh, I just want to In
1: other, to other words, you like that. to keep on sleeping yeah. to the sound of that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, I always, I get a little anxious because I, I don't like driving in the rain. I especially don't in the night. Well, remember the one time I did the hydroplane thing on 35, spun oh. all the way around a couple times and, uh. My, my just had, on the construction there on 35 coming up. William Cannon just you know did lost total control of the car. It's like Jesus, take the wheel. And so now I'll, every every morning when it's raining, I'm like, okay, let's let's slow it down. Well, I wasn't speeding or anything on that morning. It was just uh, pooling water, and uh, lost control. But uh, yeah,
1: I just have a, a uh, fit. is not a fun place when it's dry. Once yeah, months, okay. well, you're coming the from deer. the back
0: roads, man. You're yeah. way back there in Dripping Springs. I can see that. So uh, be safe out there. Slow it down. We'll get you there. There's a lot to do, a lot to cover as we get you rolling on this Wednesday morning uh, into the Memorial Day weekend. Let's start with the headlines, the trending topics to get you caught up and uh, make sure you're fully aware as you're up and out. UBO Business Services brings it to you. Start with Texas baseball. Longhorns will begin play at the Big 12 tournament this afternoon. We'll get you to the preview of that coming up. But first, congratulations To Longhorn left-hander, the steady one, Lucas Gordon, named the Pitcher of the Year in the Big 12 Conference yesterday as the conference announced its postseason honors in advance of the tournament. Texas' Friday night starter, one of eight Longhorns named to the all-conference team, including five on the first team. Gordon was on the first team, of course. LeBaron Johnson, Jr., as well. Catcher Garrett Gomet, the outfield duo of Porter Brown and Dylan Campbell, also first-team selections. Peyton Powell, the third baseman, named a second-teamer as an infielder. Eric Kennedy, honorable mention, as an outfielder despite uh, his 16 home runs. First baseman Jared Thomas named the all-freshman team. He also was named honorable mention. West Virginia's Randy Mazey was named the conference's coach of the year ahead of David Pierce. Longhorns will begin play at that Big 12 tournament at 12.30 today, taking on the eight-seeded Kansas Jayhawks, 12.15 pregame. Live here on the Horn College Hoops, official word from Texas basketball yesterday. The program has released top prospect Ron Holland from his national letter of intent. The five-star small forward from Duncanville signed with Texas as part of their 2023 recruiting class, but he announced his intention to reopen his recruitment back in late April. CBS Sports reporting that Holland plans to visit the NBA's G League Ignite program in Vegas this week. In the NBA playoffs, quite a turnaround for the Boston Celtics last night on South Beach. Down 3-0 in the series and down 9 in the third quarter. Boston uh, woke up and realized their season was about to be over. They rallied and outscored Miami 48-22 over the next 14 minutes. They turned game four around, perhaps the series, as they win it 116-99. Jason Tatum led the way with 34 points, 11 rebounds. Jalen Brown added 17. Celtics stave off elimination. Game five will be back in Boston on Thursday night. NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, not a good night at all. For the Dallas Stars last night, they are in a heck of a hole in the Western Conference semifinal series with Vegas. Golden Knights scored three times in the first quarter, added a fourth in the second period, on the way to a 4-0 win and a 3-0 lead in that best-of-seven series. Major League Baseball last night, Ranger right-hander and emerging ace Nathan Ivaldi tossed another complete game to lead the Rangers past the Pirates 6-1. Second complete game for Evaldi in his past five starts. Limited the Pirates to six hits. The former Texas Tech Red Raider and Rookie of the Year candidate Josh, Josh Young belted his 11th home run. In Milwaukee, Brewers blanked the Astros in the second game of that series, 6-0. Colin Ray and four relievers combined on a five-hitter. Brew crew put an end to Houston's eight-game winning streak. Both Texas teams will wrap up their series this afternoon. Actually, the Rangers' rubber game in Pittsburgh is an 11:35. first pitch this morning. Astros and Brewers play at 12:10 on getaway day. Uh, Round Rock lost at Albuquerque 13-4 to last night. Another packed house expected at Q2 Stadium tonight when Austin FC hits the pitch for the sixth time already this month. This time it's a round-of-16 match against the Chicago Fire in the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. That match starts at 8 o'clock. And congratulations to the Westlake boys' golf team who claimed their sixth consecutive state title yesterday. Out at Legacy Hills in Georgetown, Blake Travis finished second. shot under par in both rounds to finish at 3-under par for the tournament and win it in Coach Callan Noak's final season at the helm. He will now take over as the school's athletic director. The super sophomore, Adam Villanueva, fired a pair of 6-under rounds to claim the state individual title at 12-under.
2: This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com.
0: By the way, Mr. Godbolt, you were popping off yesterday about the the, the high school golfers. Yes. Young Adam Villanueva, a sophomore. I'm guessing he's about 15 years old. He fired back-to-back 66s. At uh, Legacy
1: Hills to win the state championship? Yeah, I'd probably make him cry <laughs> on the putting green, though. Yeah, on the practice putting green? No, no, on the real putting green. What if, if he had to make he a big He couldn't handle the Texas Cheaters oh, heckling? Oh, the heckling would be too much. How about a kid that age firing 66s? Wow. He
0: wins state as a sophomore, which means he'll be the favorite as a junior and a senior. Uh, keep, an, they keep, uh, keep an ear on that name, Adam Villanueva.
1: Yeah, these kids go all over the state of Texas to some some great golf universities, they which can... is off of a lot of they can play. Man, they can absolutely play. Hey
0: T Y, you're the big hockey fan in there. What the heck is Jamie Ben doing last night? So if you didn't see this hockey mat,
1: hockey game, the dumbest penalty ever major seen. I've ever seen. Just I mean, right in front of the official. So
0: the Stars are playing the uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, and the series, you know, they're down 2-0. But both games were deciding overtime in Vegas. Uh, you know, coin flip kind of games. You get to overtime. Anybody can win those. So you come back home, defend home ice, and you're good. Already down a goal. The captain of the team, Jamie Ben, we saw him play out at the HEB Center when he was coming through with the uh, Texas Stars. Great young player. He cross checks a guy right in the face who's already on the ground. Gets a five minute major. Uh, they go on a fight, and then during the major, the major penalty, the uh, Knights score two more goals. All of a sudden, the game's over.
1: Can the dude wait till the official turns his back at least a little bit? Not like oh. staring him down while the guy's on the ground.
2: Yeah, no, that was that was bad. It looks like the series might be.
1: I mean, the the fans are throwing over. trash
0: cans onto the core onto the ice. What are we doing? What a complete meltdown by the Dallas Stars. I mean, you're you're down 2-0 and maybe you're frustrated with some things. But give the Vegas credit; they kept their cool. They didn't retaliate. They just went on and won the match. Yeah, I, I won thought, the ice, won the game.
1: And, I, I thought originally it was just a glove to the face, and then I looked. He did have a he did oh, cross check him right in the face, didn't he?
2: Yeah, no, it was not. It was not pretty, and it was very dumb. I mean, you lose him for the the entire game. And once you get a major penalty, you're, I mean, you're, you're done. Especially if you're already down, you got to, you got to be in the power play for five minutes. Yeah. It's
1: tough. Yeah. And your captain. During that, they gave up one goal. Did they not in the five minutes? They gave up two. They gave one one
0: at the very end of it. Yeah. Two in the, in the five minute major. Mm. So from one, nothing down on your home ice to three, three, nothing down. And they were never in that In that, in that game, I keep saying match. I'm looking at this Austin, Austin FC game. But uh, never in it. That's it can just... be
2: done, though. You can come back three down three zero in hockey. <laughs> you can. But I don't know you how gotta... many times it's been done, but I know it's been done.
0: Well, in the NBA, it's been done zero times out of 150. And the Boston Celtics at least took step one to becoming the first in 150 series to come back. Um, not sure where that came from, but that was pretty impressive. They were down nine. It's looking like the Heat are going to roll and close it out in four, just like the Denver Nuggets had done the night before. and um Boston went crazy. It went crazy. Went on a huge 18-0 run and that was part of that And part
1: of that 18-0 run was the way they defended it.
0: Yeah, well they, it all starts with Boston's defense. Yeah. That's, that's always the litmus test. To me, it's been the biggest separator from what they were a year ago to what they are now. I mean, they they were a, a top they were the number 1 defensive team in the league last year with Ime Udoka coaching that team and this year with uh, Joe Missoula, they're not they were they were statistically good in the regular season, top 5 in defense, but in mm-hmm. the playoffs They've not been great and uh, not been good at all. It's been the Heat that you play that stifling brand of defense and bring the physicality. Um, don't know if the Heat let their guard down or the Celtics just decided to wake up and understand their season was about to be over. Uh, and here they are now. You go back to Boston and that you know you can't win game. You can't win one game until you win the first one. Boston's now done that. They got home court coming up on Thursday night and we'll see. Obviously, still highly likely the Heat will advance. But every game Boston wins is an advantage to the Denver Nuggets, right?
1: Oh, for sure. Sit and Just rest. another day of rest. Didn't
0: sit and wait, and um, uh, I got—I got to think Denver would rather play the Heat than the Celtics, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, at this point, you play whoever's in front yeah, of you. Yeah, I don't think they Yeah, to the
1: championship.
0: Yeah, but that was—that uh, was pretty surprising. It looked like it was all going to be Jimmy Butler and the Heat all the way, and uh, next thing you know, you look up and there's Boston uh, rolling with the. Well, Their two and stars rolling
1: played pretty well last night. Well,
0: Jason Tatum was awesome. He really got it going. Uh, with the three point shooting and uh, Jalen Brown, but you're right, they turned it up on the defensive end. Yep, and uh, and that's that's what's been going on in that series is you know when the Heat have been able to get where they want to get. Remember, the Heat were the worst, the lowest scoring team in the playoffs when it began. They scored 129. Yeah, and they were getting all their
1: shots everywhere they wanted to. Early. Right.
0: Well, I mean, they scored 129 in, in Game Three. They had, I mean, gosh. Then of course, in Game One that they won, they had a 46 point quarter. Uh, they had a 37 point quarter in Game Two, and just I mean, you just can't. I mean, Boston's got to play defense if they're going to match the, the the Heat. And at least for one night and for one half, they did just that. And they got a nice win. Jason Tatum with 34 points, and Jalen Brown had 17. And really, team effort for Boston last night. But uh, still a, a huge mountain to climb. Or do they ever? For that team. So uh, that was your night on the ice, night on the court. Also, uh, congratulations to Lucas Gordon. Well, here's some sound from David Pierce because we had a good conversation with David Pierce yesterday, and he talked about how Lucas Gordon, how steadying he's been for this team. And LeBaron Johnson Jr., congratulations to that young guy. Uh, All conference, all conference for the right-hander who starts on Saturdays for Texas. What a story that is. We'll hear from Coach Pierce on that as well. You know, he talked about yesterday with his buck that LeBaron Johnson Jr., when he got here, was just a great athlete. He didn't know much about pitching. He's got a great arm, but he's had to learn to pitch. He's had to learn to, you know, control what he's got. And, uh... Coach told us yesterday that best three pitches on the team of all the pitchers belong to one guy, LeBaron Johnson Jr. And that, according to uh, Coach Pierce, says the bullpen catcher who catches all of them says the best three pitches that, that on the on the staff belong to LBJ. Uh, his and we'll hear Coach Pierce talking about that. But he's first team. That gives Texas quite a one-two punch. And then uh, you know three guys: Garrett Gilmet, the catcher, first team, uh, all Big Twelve. Uh, Dylan Campbell, of course, with that 33-game hitting streak, and and. Uh, Porter Brown, downtown Porter Brown. What a what a stud he's been for the Longhorns this year, uh, coming in from TCU. So oh, a really
1: young baseball team too. Well, Porter Brown and uh, about the
0: door, aren't they? Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean the, a lot of these, some of these guys will be gone, but at the same time, yeah, I mean uh, Jared Thomas was all freshman team. He's the guy you build around, your, oh, yeah. And some of these guys will be back. I thought, you know, to be honest with you, if I had a vote, I'd have voted for David Pierce as coach of the year. I mean, in his seven years at Texas, this is the best job he's done in a rebuilding year to win the conference, essentially. Uh, Bring in two new coaches, rebuild your coaching staff, make the changes that he felt like needed to happen, even though they were in Omaha last year. uh, You know, playing is – and they were the number one team in the country to start the year. Coach Pierce felt like the, the changes needed to be made. Uh, with his pitching coach and move some people around to, to handle transfer portal things and bring in Steve Rodriguez and Woody Williams. You make those moves, and you bring in 19 new players.
1: And you're still making changes throughout the season all the way to, oh, the, to the bitter end. A puzzle the whole yeah. time.
0: Uh, you know, LeBaron Johnson Jr.'s first team All-Big 12, he was a Tuesday starter when the season began. He was starting your midweek games, trying to get him get his arm built up. You weren't sure. if you, you Remember, we go back to our first visit with Coach Pierce. Oh, yeah. We were talking about LBJ maybe – being the closer on this team with that great arm and that great stuff, and he, and Coach Pierce told us, "No, we're going to try to stretch him out, try to get him to become one of our starters." And um, certainly he did that and went seven and two, and anchors your Saturday and your your game two, whichever day that is. Um, and you know, so yeah, I think Coach Pierce rightfully. But Randy Maisie, uh big you know, West Virginia has never won any even a share of the Big Twelve championship. They did, but you, know, you could argue Texas swept them, dominated them. If you have, a, I wonder if if they voted ahead of. The series this past weekend with West Virginia because I think I would have gone with Coach Pierce in that role, but uh, it goes to Randy Mazey as the conference's coach of the year. Uh, Eric Kennedy with his, uh, you know, as an honorable mention, I thought, you know, his 16 home runs and as a 60-year player I thought he might be, you know, second, third team on that, but, uh, you know, good congratulations to the eight Longhorns who were honored yesterday. Horns will play Kansas today.
1: Yeah, this is a, a really open Big 12. A lot of good players, but not a lot of great teams. Either. This was a a, a fun year for everybody, i got to be thinking. When you got West Virginia and Texas in the middle of all this, that's a pretty good year, well, Big 12 baseball-wise, I thought. And
0: at this point, as we've talked about, the only team that is assured, I think, of this point of, of hosting, being one of the top 16, because remember, on Memorial Day on Monday, the NCAA, all the conference right. tournaments will be done, and they'll announce the field. And Texas has put themselves in a spot that if they play well here in Arlington at Globe Life this week. They can get themselves a host and – um, West Virginia is likely to host, uh, you know, but that's it out of the Big Twelve. Yep. And we talked at the end of the show yesterday. You know, what's interesting? If Texas does, you know, and Coach Pierce said the goal is to go win the Big Twelve tournament. This is they're they're not going up there to. Oh no, this isn't not, like the basketball to win, tournament. No, this
1: is not trying to win a couple.
0: Yeah, they have goals no. of winning five championships. They want they they reach their first one, which is regular season champs of the Big Twelve. They share that, but they're the one seed, uh, so they get that. Then there's Big Twelve tournament. Then you've got to win your regional. Then you've yep. got to win your super regional. Then you got to get to Omaha. And when you get to Omaha, you've got to try to win the College Baseball World Series. Those are your five championships. And they've got one. And so they're going to try to win this. If they were to win the Big 12, they would certainly host. Oh, for sure. And if they host, Buck, you know who's likely to be rolling in here? Texas A&M. The Aggies have uh, kind of punched their ticket to the tournament. Like but they're that, not going to host. is
1: that good stuff? Way to start. And if it plays
0: out. Did they win out, yesterday? They beat Tennessee? Uh, I haven't seen that score. but uh, I'll look it up. If um, – if they're look, they playing in the SEC tournament right now. All the tournaments are up and running. But so if Texas were to be – Texas may very well be the lone host in the the great state, I mean, in this state, if they can get there because Dallas Baptist is the only other school that is even making an argument. And if Texas goes and wins or gets to the championship round of the Big 12 tournament, they will will probably steal that from DBU. And you could see Dallas Baptist coming here, and you could see A&M coming here, and guess what? You could see uh, Texas State. If they can perform well at the uh, – Coach Ty Harrington told us yesterday that he thinks the Bobcats have to win the the Sunbelt tournament if they're going to make it. If they don't win the tournament, they likely won't make the field with their current RPI. Uh, so if Texas State were to sneak in, they likely – because the NCAA likes to keep it regional, uh, prevent the travel. So if, if, sure. Texas, if, if Dish Falk's the host, you very well could see AM, DBU, and a team like Texas State here. It's not one of those years where Texas TCU and you know Texas Tech or A&M are all hosting – uh, first weekend regionals it'll likely just be one. and uh, AM is
2: not a guarantee. They're at they're at thirty three and twenty-three. They did win yesterday, which helps their case a lot. They beat Tennessee three nothing. Well listen,
0: yeah the, the, their head coach Jim Schlossnagel was asked or ahead of this tournament, you know, where would you prefer to go? He said, look, well I'll, I'll take a four seed in Anchorage just to get it in the tournament at this point, because yeah, they've been up and down this year at AM. But I think most think because the SEC is so good, I mean the SEC's got you look at the top ten in the country, the RPI I mean, they got got five or six teams in there. They're the uh, 10
2: seed in the SEC tournament. They were in, like That's a single elimination game yesterday. And Tennessee is ranked in like the top, I think, top 10, aren't they? Are yeah, well,
0: Tennessee's one of those top teams. LSU, the se- they
2: were the seventh team in South the South Carolina.
0: I mean, SEC's loaded. And uh, everything I read yesterday and leading into this is that A&M has, has made it. They've done enough to get at least into the field. But they're not going to host by any stretch. No. And they're likely to be a, a three or four seed which, again, could be right here in Austin. And how cool would that be? You know, the Texas softball team just hosted the Austin Regional, and they had Texas State, Texas A&M, and Seton Hall uh, were over at McCombs Field. And, of course, the Longhorns beat the Aggies back-to-back days to eliminate them. Could have a similar scenario in baseball. But first things first, Longhorns have to go to Arlington and and play well. Uh, Today they play the eighth seed, Kansas. You know, the Longhorns are among the leaders in the Big 12 in almost every category, offense, defense, pitching. Kansas is at the bottom of almost every category. Kansas is the, is the last place team. Baylor's not there, right? Baylor didn't qualify. There's That's nine first teams. First time for them. Yeah, you know, right? first time ever. Baylor hadn't qualified for the Big Twelve tournament, so Kansas is the lowest seed. And Texas, you know, and coach told us yesterday that uh, Lucas Gordon will start the game today. They're not going to shuffle their rotation at all. You know, you, there's a thought that you could start somebody else and then have Lucas Gordon, uh, you know, on a full week's rest for game two on Thursday. But uh, Lucas Gordon will start the game today. LBJ will pitch on Thursday. If the Longhorns win today against Kansas, they'll play tomorrow afternoon. If they lose today, keep in mind they'll play tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Our show would be uh, shortened tomorrow if the Longhorns lose. 9 a.m. Because well, they go four games a day uh, at the Big 12 tournament starting at 9. Texas will play that second game today at 12.30. This morning at the Big 12 tournament, it's uh, the Battle of the Purple, TCU and K-State, uh, the morning game. And then Texas will play 12.30. Uh, as we said, winner plays Thursday four. Loser plays Thursday nine a.m. at uh, Globe Life Field. And the good thing is, with this rain coming down, doesn't matter. No risk of uh, weather issues, which is it's a good thing. They used to deal with that all the time when they were playing in Oklahoma City.
1: Be careful going up there if you're going up this morning.
0: Yeah, if you're getting up and getting out, uh, be careful. I will say, having made the trip up to Denton a few times, thirty-five has become a really easy drive. Very Knock nice, huh? Oh man, Waco's wide open. Come on! Even when you, if you're going to Dallas, even when you get to the Waxahachie or to the split there, there, uh, Uh, not
2: not so so fast. Not not so fast on that one. Listen, the past two times I've driven up there in the last month, it's been. Split. It's a little sketchy. It's not about the construction. It's more about the people driving.
1: Well, yeah, but oh, they don't know if they're going to split left or right, or they what are they hanging in the middle now? That's when
2: everyone starts going like 95. Oh,
1: well, because it's five lanes.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. But the, <laughs> lanes, the lanes are just
0: because it's five lanes doesn't
2: mean those me lanes are you, tight. I, I, well, hit,
1: all the, I was, hit the gas when I take that left if I'm going towards Arlington. I put it to the I just just well if you're going uh, I also
0: report back uh, if you haven't made that trip and you are making the trip today to go up and see the Longhorns play baseball. If you're you know you can go the, you can go either way, but sure. you're likely to go the other way. But if you're going to Dallas straight into Big D when it splits there at the 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 35 split,
1: you like that now? That's well, great. now
0: going into Dallas is three lanes all the way in. Nice. Remember it used to be just two lanes oh, yeah, and the construction was going on. Now it's three lanes all the way. I think there's still a, a one piece of construction that happens right there into walks of Hatchie. Uh but man, it is good. Having made that trip for years and years and years, it's as good as it's ever been as far as uh, construction on I-35. Um you know, but so be safe, but if you are going up, you could leave here in a little while and make it for 1230. Oh, yeah, for sure. With Lucas Gordon on the mound. I did see some Longhorn fans complaining. We'll tell you why about the ticketing process for the Big 12 tournament. We'll get to that coming up. Your thoughts on David Pierce. Should he have been the coach of the year? Your thoughts on Jamie Benn? What is your captain doing getting you know kicked captain out of a game? Captain my captain. That is not a good way to go on home ice against uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. Also, we'll get to the other top stories of the day. Just getting warmed up. On a uh, Wednesday morning, getting you up over the hump into Memorial Day weekend, it's B and E on the horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. Wet Wednesday on B and E. It does look like, uh, looking at the radar, that uh, the st- heavy storms have moved through, but uh, still lingering rain and wet streets from the overnight front.
1: It's coming down hard too. Well, the, the, that's moved
0: the, hot, the heavy, heavy stuff with the thunder. Looks like at least the radar I'm looking at. Has moved down towards uh, Bastrop and beyond, and uh, headed southeast, but uh, we'll still deal with the residual showers and uh, pooling water. So be careful, Don Miller, with the traffics all morning. Uh, As we said, if you're headed up to Arlington for Texas baseball, Lucas Gordon on the mound today at 12:30. He is the conference's pitcher of the year. You got to think Lucas is looking to make up. You know, one of his conference losses was to Kansas, which would surprise you, right? He went six and one in Big 12 play. Uh, microscopic ERA, lowest team batting average against or opposing batting average against. And, you know, he lost that Friday start. Dude. One, the one game he did not look like Lucas Gordon was against Kansas on a Friday night, and Longhorns lost that ball game. They went on to win the series. They bounced back one the Saturday and Sunday games in Lawrence. But uh, you got to think Lucas Gordon, the competitor that he is, is going to look to uh, uh, rectify that today at 1230, uh, make amends there. But uh, that'll be the, the second game of the day. Also, we mentioned that uh, West Virginia – You know, the likely team to host. They play Texas Tech tonight in the last game of the day. That'll be an interesting game. That's a big game for Tech. So where Tech is currently ranked 30th in the RPI, they're trying to get themselves and improve their seating. They're going to look at that West Virginia game as an opportunity and see if they can continue pounding lumps into the Mountaineers like the Longhorns did. Uh, Texas Tech has the best offense in the conference. If they can pitch, they'll be all right in that one. So it uh, should be a good day of Big 12 baseball. It's on ESPN and ESPN+. Plus, and, of course, the Longhorn game will be right here at 1230 with a 1215 pregame on the Horn. Celtics stay alive with a win in Game 4 last night. One uh, run they went on. We'll, we'll recap some NBA coming up. And this guy says, E, talking about the trip up to Dallas, says that they started making a walking lane for you when the Cowboys win the Super Bowl. Well,
1: that's what's taking so long to construct that walking lane. It's been twenty-three
0: years. You should down, be done with it by right now. Years since I've made that promise, it was nineteen ninety-nine that I made that. It wasn't a bet; it was a promise that I would walk to Dallas if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl with Jerry Jones as their general manager. I'm looking at the current odds on that Cowboys six odds, odds.
2: Six best odds,
0: right? Uh, plus fourteen hundred. Yes, the best odds to win the Super Bowl this year: the Kansas City Chiefs plus six hundred. Third best in the NFC. Eagles are plus 650. Bills plus 900. 49ers plus 1,000. Bengals plus 1,200. And Cowboys plus 1,400. I'm not worried.
1: How about that Atlanta Falcons deal? Plus, is that 7,000?
0: What's that? Not a chance that hits. Atlanta Falcons plus 7,000. Yeah, that's Bijan. It's burning money. That's burning money. Just give it to me. We'll light it on fire. Come Houston on. Houston Texans, along with the Arizona Cardinals, the lowest odds plus 2,000. Oh, 20,000. Say plus 20,000? Ouch.
1: Take a shot at it. No, it's 2000. 2000.
0: No, it's got to be more than no, that. No, it's 20,000. Yeah. Yeah. It's plus 20,000. <laughs> gosh, that's a lot of zeros. It's I mean, 100 c- bucks on that. Yeah. Well, it goes with the Titans at plus 8,000 to the Colts at plus Oh my gosh, Colts, Cardinals, Texans at the bottom. The the AFC South is at the bottom, uh along with the Arizona Cardinals. Um obviously the Jacksonville Jags are up there at plus 2,500. But, yeah, Cowboys, sixth best odds to win the Super Bowl. Your boy's not worried. I'm Really not. Not
1: worried at all. Who's quarterback?
2: Dak Prescott. Who's the coach? That's that's what I'm excited Who, about. Big who's Matt. the GM? That's what
1: he's excited He's excited about his coach. I'll, I
2: like the energy he's bringing into this year. Who's the GM? The Joneses. I'm good.
1: The Joneses. No, Mr. Jones.
2: That's good. Jerry's, Jerry's not calling those shots anymore do you think you. that, yeah, okay. Hey, I'm
0: looking at the website right here, dallascowboys.com. What does it say? What does
1: it say? What, does it say? what is his title? general manager. Coach. Coach Jerry <laughs> Jones. <laughs> Says coach. I'm good. Are the Chiefs still playing? Patrick Mahomes still play? Yeah, he's still playing. Philly's still playing, too. Jalen Hurts with yeah, his, now his playing. master's
0: degree. Um. Yeah, I'm all
1: right. Come on. You take the flyer on... Tua and the gang. The two will be will be upright for twenty two hundred. Not doing that. Come on, man. You got. Oh, you know how about Dan Campbell? There's another one. Take it. You got to take a flyer on somebody. I wouldn't put on Detroit
0: anybody. I wouldn't put your. I mean, all y'all's money on the Detroit Lions on to do anything. What about the love of Campbell. Bad money for the love of Campbell. They
2: would be winning with like a minute left in the fourth quarter, and Maybe somehow he'd figure out a way to. They're so, not the so Falcons. Like blow it. Yeah. They're, They're not are. the Atlanta oh, Falcons. With, with his coaching, like his in-game critical situation coaching ability, is terrible. He's great at inspiring a group of men. I mean, to before the game, he's something. good at the pregame yeah, speech. But his his in-game coaching adjustments are are in there with. Oh, that's gonna
1: hurt. Some the it's Gonna fire up the you Detroit think, uh, fans right there.
0: Big Mac McCarthy is a inspiring of men kind of guy. I mean, is that his um, yeah, mumbling Mike?
2: What crushing watermelons before games and stuff right. last
1: year? Don't forget, he, he had a farm. He had a ranch where they all went out and just checked oh, out film, watch watch games, watch game film.
2: Him and Mike
0: Nolan, that worked out. And then when Mike McCarthy was given the job, he assembled the worst coaching staff <laughs> the Cowboys have ever had. Him and his boys were ready. Him and his dudes that were hanging out in the farm.
1: Come on, man! <laughs> I'm believing in Big Mac this year. I am too. Jared, Jared Stepinac, the Seamanar, Super
2: Bowl sh- champion. I
1: don't know Michael about that. McCarthy. I'm just just getting to the Super Bowl because they may have to play that. See, Aaron, from Kansas see Aaron, Aaron
0: Rodgers is already hurt. At voluntary. ATLs. Oh, get out of here! Yeah, yeah, strain calf, strain calf, minor calf strain. Kept him out of practice. He says he's fine.
1: All that working out in the cave in the dark. Aaron
0: Rodgers did say it's been like a dream month so far. Dream month. It's been dreamy. At the hockey
1: games says, and the basketball games.
0: Says every day I wake up excited about coming to the facility. Now the commute being just two minutes really helps. Oh, how long was the commute in Green Bay? I mean, it's a tiny little town.
1: Probably lived in Champaign, Illinois.
0: Not only the commute being two minutes, just rolling out of bed, headed to the facility. It's nice. I have excitement about coming down Jets Drive every day. That's the first time anyone's ever said that about New Jersey. Yeah. Probably. A-Rod's having a great time. And uh, that's 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 one of the more compelling storylines of the upcoming season is Aaron Rodgers and those Jets. Because if it goes well for him... And he's anywhere close to the MVP years. I mean, it's only it's only been one year removed from back to back MVP seasons for Aaron Rodgers. He's back reunited with his offensive coordinator on those MVP runs, Nathaniel Hackett.
1: I gotta be thinking of retirement by game eight. This throwing, is it. This is my final year. Y'all. Throwing to
0: Garrett Wilson, the NBA NFL's rookie of the year on the offensive side. Brees Hall is back, offensive line is improved. Randall Cobb. Randall, got Randall Cobb got his buddies. He's right. got his buddies. Oh man, this is Lions are winning their division. They could. They could. I would also say don't sleep I uh, I know we saw them go out with a whimper, but the Minnesota Vikings adding Jordan Addison to go with Justin Jefferson. Now they're gonna release Dalvin Cook coming up. Who do you think's gonna pick up Dalvin Cook? That becomes a big question with the Cowboys being your a bit, Dallas Cowboys well, will, Do they play know. defense in Minnesota? Well that was no, why they, 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 they were terrible defense. on defense last year and if you saw the playoff game, they played with the New York Giants where all of a sudden Daniel Jones looked like Johnny Unitas throwing the ball around. Like, what well, are we like doing?
2: looks like Lamar Jackson out there. I
0: mean, well, it's like, where's your defense? Guys are running wide open. Uh, it's not like this Giants offense is some prolific Patrick no. Mahomes Chiefs offense. They had nobody
1: the... to throw to until that
0: game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the Vikings didn't cover anybody. But they fired their defensive coordinator. They're changing. But their offense is going to be a handful. Even with Kirk Cousins at the helm, and I'm talking about in that division, the NFC North. They are the reigning champions of that division. And Green Bay. Let's not
1: forget that, y'all. And you too, Dan Campbell. Detroit's the, that.
0: The, the sexy pick, and maybe they do take that next step. But remember, it's still Jared Goff. He doesn't know which direction the sun, sun rises. Jared Goff, second best quarterback in the NFC. Okay. Behind? Jalen Hurts, sadly. Ahead of Jer- Dak Prescott. Yes.
1: Ooh. How can you talk about Big Mac and talk about what we're going to do if we're the running the
2: ball? Buggy. You're not
1: running the ball. That believe me, yeah are paying Dak Prescott all that money to run Steven the ball.
2: Stephen McGee could be playing quarterback out there. We're running the ball. Steve, it doesn't matter. dude,
1: they're not turning around and hand it. they're going to do this for the game one in the first quarter. Zeke's and then he's gonna coming say, home. Let's Zeke's coming it. home. Don't we, stop it with the Zeke thing. And we're pounding that rock. get
0: Dalvin Cook, assistant coach Zeke. Huh. That's who he's going to be. This says Jerry is Jerry's only part of the problem. Don't leave Dak off the suspect list. Well, no, I'm not. But oh, no, he, he, is, he is. Who's chosen to invest in that particular quarterback? And this is the all reason that money. the promise has been in place for 24 years now, that uh, Jerry Jones, as long as he's making the final call on things, trying to prove Jimmy Johnson wrong, which is what he's been doing.
1: Big Mac doing all the play calling and all the run game stuff. You know what they're ready for? They're ready for USC's quarterback. That's what they're trying to get oh, ready for. No. Yeah, that's right. They're... They'll yeah, show you how to they're tank. not going to finish hey, with the first pick. Oh, hey, Come on, E. They'll show you how to tank. I know Houston couldn't do it, but John the Cowboys, Dallas? yeah, they know how to tank. They're not tanking. Come on, that'd
0: be silly. They're going to win double-digit games or close to it for sure. They're they're one of the top two or three teams in the NFC. I mean, whatever I think of Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott, their defense is ridiculous, and they've got good weapons. Uh, they won't win the Super Bowl, but they're going to make the playoffs this year. They're not talking to Caleb Williams. I would say this for. Uh, uh, the division Eagles, I think, are better. Um, I think the New York Giants improved this offseason. And then, um, you know, we'll see with Washington what the change of ownership, which will be done think by the you the Giants
1: time. may be on the same par with the Cowboys right now?
0: They, they played two close games last year. Um, and the Giants made the playoffs, and we mentioned beat the Vikings. So, I mean, they're not, you know, far away. Uh, they have improved, and Brian Dayball is a good hire for them at coach. And the other – but the other question with Washington is, you know, the Washington Commanders, competitive team last year. But how much does the change of ownership matter, right? I mean, Daniel Snyder's been such an anchor on that franchise. By the time the season starts, they'll have a new owner. They'll have new ownership, and does that breathe some life into Ron Rivera and that franchise? They still don't have a quarterback. But um, Ron Rivera is still going to be the coach for one more year. Yeah, they'll go one more year. But uh, uh, their big, their first goal in Washington is going to, get to, be, get, is going to be to get a new stadium built. Uh, they they want to go ahead and leave that dump out there and land over yeah. where they play. That place is terrible. Uh, they, they want to put a stadium, the new ownership, apparently back downtown uh, near the old RFK and um, really revitalize this fan base and pump them up. But for one year, what does that mean? I don't think I mean, they're going to be last place in that division uh, for your, your Dallas Cowboys. But I, I'm not worried about walking to Dallas is the whole point of that conversation.
1: No, don't worry about that. Do you know the commissioner of
0: the league, Roger Goodell, grew up a Washington fan going to games at RFK? Of course, his dad was a what senator? Oh, he dressed up
1: like one of the hogs. I I believe. He, yeah. He wore a dress and did all that, you know, big hog talk.
0: This says talking Hard, hogs. Good. Could could Hards join y'all some morning to talk cowboys? That would be entertaining. <laughs> I talked to Hards. I saw Hards yesterday. I was out at that last night at that hey, uh, Hardin. Hards
2: feels me a lot of my cowboys takes. He he'll, he'll text me, but you and, 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 he'll yeah, yeah, me. You guys are homers. He'll silently agree. Come on,
0: you guys are cowboys. homers. I'm
2: not completely being serious about. 50% of the things I just said. Is the Cove
1: <laughs> the cove Cowboys? I am serious. Colleen Cowboys? I, I,
0: look, it would be great for the Cowboys to get to a Super Bowl. I, but they have to win the Super Bowl for me to have to walk to Dallas at the age of 50. And I'll come with you. The promise I made when I was 26 years old.
2: It'll be like a Forrest Gump kind of situa- situation. Forrest team. You want to walk with me? People will be sure. join, joining hand in hand. It will be. I'll Phil- be fully bearded by the time I get there. It'll be great. Yeah, because it ain't happening this year. Jerry Jones will meet you there, greet you with a nice handshake. And it's not happening hey, with listen, that quarterback. How much fun would it be
0: that the uh, Super Bowl is in Vegas this year? That would be it's a lot of fun. not
1: happening with the king of interceptions. Yeah, he has not been good with that.
0: But they're going to run the ball. In a in a league oh. that is a passing league now, the Cowboys are pivoting. They're going back old school. Or does Saquon to, play for to, them, too? To protect their quarterback. We come
1: back. The Saquon play there? He we'll didn't pick, Saquon doesn't play for the Cowboys, we'll does he? We'll pick it?
0: up the B&E facts of the day to talk a little football. Uh, speaking of odds, we've got the, uh, the ESPN-FPI. How many games are the Texas Longhorns going to win? 100 days to the start of the season. It's 100 days from today when the Longhorns take the field at DKR to face the Rice Owls. We'll get you those numbers coming up. Uh, first, though, it's Craig Way. It's Bucky and Aaron. BnA on a busy Wednesday morning, wet Wednesday morning. Be careful! I heard Don Miller there with the uh, traffic. It's going to be slow going, I would imagine, with the uh, pooling water. But the rain's subsiding. Still a good chance of rain all day today. But uh, we can use it, as the Buck says. Uh, we'll get back to the Celtics. Big win last night. Down nine in the third quarter. Completely turned that game around. Have they turned the series around, or just win one game in a what's going to be a five or six game series? We'll also uh, talk some Texas baseball coming up. Had a good conversation with Texas head coach David Pierce yesterday here on the show. And we'll talk here, Coach Pierce's thoughts. This was ahead of the Big 12 announcing it's, you know, all Big 12 squads, which were announced yesterday. Eight Longhorns, including five on the first team. Lucas Gordon named the pitcher of the year. Lucas will uh, climb the hill today and pitch for the Longhorns against Kansas. We'll hear from Coach Pierce coming up. Also talk some Texas football uh, this morning. Uh, 100 days, Buck. 100 days. Can Can we make it? Count down the days. 100 days to the start. Of the college football season.
1: And a Big 12 title.
0: Yeah. All gas, no excuses for the Longhorns this year. No doubt about that uh, for sure. Somebody said, is Jerry really, Jerry Jones, really the general manager? Isn't Steven doing that? I think you're off the hook. Well, if you go to DallasCowboys.com, which is their website, of course, Buck, and uh, go to the executives, front office, owner, president, general manager, Jerry Jones. Chief Operating Officer, Executive Vice President, Director of Player Personnel, Stephen Jones.
1: Does not say anything about General Manager.
0: Executive Vice President, Chief Brand Officer, Charlotte Jones. And the Executive Vice President, Chief of Sales and Marketing, Jerry Jones Jr. So that's your front office. It's the family business. That's why the, uh, the illegitimate daughter's trying to sue her way in. She wants a piece of that deal.
1: She wants to be a part of the Joneses. She's
0: like, hey, Dad, everyone else is in the front office. What am I doing? <laughs> Everyone else has a high-paying executive gig.
1: Come on. I need to be at least a scout. <laughs>
0: Give me something. Uh, but, yes, Jerry Jones is still listed as the owner. So if they did and if they were to win the Super Bowl, I would have to uh, fulfill the promise and walk the 200-plus, 200, 200
1: miles. to. And Big Mike can make that happen. And somebody said, are you walking game. into the
0: Star Complex in Frisco? No, I'm walking to Arlington. Yeah, if we're not, walk, not taking I'm that extra. I'm walking to the stadium. I'm not going all the way to Frisco. That no. ain't happening. Uh, Arlington would be my spot. Uh, for sure, and I
1: would find the shortest. Is there
0: is there, a sh- is there a shortcut I could take? I mean, I guess I just have to take either thirty-five east or west. And... No,
1: we're going two eighty-one. We're going to the back roads. <laughs> we want to hit all the little not hamlets going to the on back the way. Roads? Oh yeah.
0: No, they got to win the Super Bowl, and they haven't uh, made it to the conference championship game. And since Ty's been alive, gonna so I think we're going to
1: be at the Triple K restaurant on the way there. Oh, KKK, No. doggo. Gonna... We're going. Every, we're going to stop off.
0: What's the Triple K? Uh, it was the the cafe the copy. K- Something Cup Cafe or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did they, did they just... Not were too they, Were they really
2: stupid or was it... Did they know no, they just called did it... they know what they were doing kind of deal?
0: They knew what they were doing. <laughs> Let's just say. <laughs> Back in the day, they knew they When what you start selling were doing. Co- spelling coffee with a K. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And cafe with a K. <laughs> I guess you're right. I think you know what you're doing in that realm.
1: Yeah, very similar to the... uh our donuts. I knew exactly <laughs> what was going on in that. That
0: was the topless uh, donut shop you went to yes. in Florida, and you took John Makovic to that back in the day.
1: They had um, good coffee. I just wanted you to understand sure. the coffee. That's was why good you too. went there.
0: That's why you went there at nine in the morning. You get your cup of coffee. <laughs> six six thirty in the
1: Topless
2: morning. donut shop. Yeah. Yes. It used to exist.
0: It's, it doesn't exist any longer. It's it closed. To, surprisingly. Yeah. It's, was it like a strip club or was it no? Just, it's a
1: donut just, shop.
0: Just girls. Donuts. Letting, just ladies in a cafe. Yeah. It's like going to Krispy Letting cris-
1: them hang. Krispy Kreme. Same thing.
2: Do they wear like aprons?
1: No, it's topless. <laughs> okay. With or without cream? Were the windows blacked out? Yeah, well, they were blacked out because the sun. It's Florida. <laughs> the you know sun. Really, yeah, it's too sunny in the morning. So the head well, coach. The head coach, that, the head coach said, "Hey, why are there? Why is it so dark? The window." I said, "The glare, coach." <laughs> the, the glare. glare.
0: <laughs> That's too much. That was uh, back in the nineties. He actually
1: did sit there and have a full cup of coffee. Why was it called
0: R Donuts? Those guys named R rated, I guess. Oh, R rated. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Didn't. Realize. I think it
1: didn't go over well when the lady said, "Would you like cream?" And stood over the cup, kind of leaned over the cup.
0: Ooh, some of them could give you like uh,
1: <laughs> with or without cream. Coach. Like real cream, their own. But like real, real cream is right. Gross.
0: We'll be back. We'll re- get this thing back on track. Here from David Pierce as the Longhorns begin play at the Big Twelve Tournament. Uh, eight Longhorns honored yesterday by the Big Twelve Conference, and yeah. David Pierce should have gotten that coach of the year in the Big 12. He did not. We'll tell you who did coming up on the other headlines on a rainy Wednesday morning. BNE on the horn.